0: Tasmania talks with mike O'Loughlin weekday mornings from nine Tasmania talks can be hacked thanks to camper plus we do indeed an absolute pleasure to have a chat to mr lee johnson from camper plus good morning mate good morning mike how are we going all right a lot of wet weather gee i'm pleased that because uh, coming back to and from the airport had picked the sun up and plus we went over and back and all that that road uh, it's it to the airport it's fabulous now it's finished it is good now it's finished, yes. A lot less dust for us as well, which is very pleasing. And land, I don't know who put the white paint or whatever by the roundabout, but <laughs> they, they made a heck <laughs> yeah, of a mess I'm not there. not sure what happened there. Yeah, indeed. But anyway, good news. So whereabouts are you for those who want to know?
1: Yes, we're in Richard Street just before you get to the entrance of Launceston Airport. Uh, you turn left if you're coming from a city, if you're coming from Evandale direction because of those roadworks, you now head down to the service station and turn right and come round the back of Richard Street.
0: Yeah, there's kind of been a few changes there, but it's all a lot of wide roads so it's uh, fairly good. Listen, uh, the weather has been such an issue and I've also been looking at various camping and the uh Facebook pages, if you will, and different things on the web. Um, a lot of cancellations, there's a lot of spirit issues, isn't there, but, you know, I mean, it's booked so far ahead.
1: Yes. So, the spirit for larger vehicles, your caravans, motorhomes, um, sometimes even rooftop tents on four-wheel drives can be booked out up to six months ahead, sometimes longer. Um, and with the weather events, that creates a little bit of a problem, because if you book that far ahead, you want to go. And you're going. It doesn't really matter if we have floods, storms, fires, whatever. Mm. People intend on going. So, what do we do if you're heading off on a holiday and all of a sudden you're faced with a major weather event or, or a um, natural disaster of some sort in the areas that you plan on going to?
0: It's interesting, um, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's just, it, you, your plans just have to change, wouldn't they? Just, you can't help it. Exactly. So, so the most
1: important thing is don't get fixated on what you are doing, be prepared to change Even if it's a complete wholesale change and you're heading off to a completely different state because if you push through floods, storms, high wind events, um, it's a recipe for disaster. We've had stuff on social media and mainstream media in the last week of people pushing through flood zones in four-wheel drives and getting into major strife. Um, In the central part of Queensland, they had three caravan rollovers in the space of a couple of weeks. Now, it might have been driver error, but it could have been a high wind event as well. Um, so, look ahead, see what the weather's doing. Is your caravan park even open? One of the um, yeah, good point. One of the big yeah, one of the big annual events for one of the manufacturers, uh, where they have 80, 90 vans get together every year. It had to be canned because the caravan park went underwater. Let's face it, caravan parks are often on riverbanks.
0: That's so true, isn't it? You see so many uh, photos and uh, you a lot of visual about that. So, yeah, check your caravan park's still open and that's all over. It's just It's not only Tasmania, we talk of mainland mainly as well.
1: We are. Incredible. Yes. So this is a big issue all over the country and it's always going to be. It's a big country. We, we have all sorts of events that happen. Yes, we've got a lot of rain at the moment and that's what everyone's talking about and it's terrible for the people that are impacted. Um, and you really don't need to be adding to the confusion by rolling up as a tourist in the middle of an area that's trying to deal with a flood situation that's happening at that time.
0: I think um, I think one of the main things, and I was uh, look, looking at some of your notes, and it's so, it's so accurate to say, look, have you got current insurance? Are you insured?
1: Yes, so make sure before you head off, doesn't even matter if you're not planning on going to an area that might be impacted, Check before those big holidays is all your insurance in order? Have you rem- remembered to pay your policy up? Does your roadside assistance cover caravans? A standard roadside assistance normally doesn't? Should you have some roadside assistance for your caravan? like you know it, it's one thing if you've spent years and years and years dealing with mechanical issues but if you haven't then you're going to want some roadside assistance make sure you've got
0: coverage for your van and uh, an important thing is too is wait because uh, sometimes if you've got a heavier van heavier motorhome heavier whatever a lot of uh, those insur- uh, insurers won't change a wheel now i know uh, some of the older people traveling around they might have a bit of an arthritis issue you can't change the wheel do all that sort of thing so they ring up for roadside assistance well they uh, sometimes they so you've got to make sure you're covered for that for the heavier vehicle. Yes.
1: Yes you do and there's a bit of a misconception on that. People usually assume because you can drive the vehicle on a car licence that the RAC type agent or, or roadside agent will be able to change that will. and that's actually not correct. The um, standard vehicles that they use throughout the country are usually set up only to do vehicles up to around the 3000 mark. And anything beyond that, you require um, a specialist. Now, that might be right out in the country because the same guy that owns the tow truck also does the call-outs and has all the gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, particularly in regi- uh, sorry, not in non-regional areas, more built-up areas, the small vans that run around doing roadside assistance aren't set up to change tyres on heavy vehicles.
0: Uh, now, Lee, tell me about the caravan stock because major weather events. And I, I, I was interested to, to read for, from you that state governments often buy up all surplus stock.
1: Yes. Um, So you you get, again, like we're talking floods at the moment, you get a flooding event and you've got a lot of people who are displaced and are homeless. And um, it's not unusual when there's a major event for a state government to contact the caravan distributors and say, look, what surplus stock have we got and what can we grab hold of? Now, I haven't verified this, but I did read over the weekend that the Victorian government have been looking up in Queensland for up to 50 caravans to get down there to to provide temporary housing. And it wouldn't surprise me if that was true because I know for a fact that it has been done before because we've been contacted ourselves in the past. Do you have any surplus stock that you could send to, say, Queensland or New South Wales, depending on where the event is? Mm. So when there's a major event, we have a couple of issues. We have state governments looking for temporary accommodation for people, sometimes for workers who need to get in there and stay for a week, two, three months fixing things. We also then have the situation of people, individual private people whose vans have been written off because they couldn't get it out and it got damaged in floods or whatever. Um, and they're out there saying, hey, I've got an insurance company who's going to pay me out. I need to buy a new van. So major events actually still have an impact on supplies of vans when we're still struggling to catch up from COVID.
0: Good heavens! Tell me with the insurance side of things, uh, Lee. I mean, uh, do, they, do most if they're not damaged too, you know, too badly. Are they uh, repaired and then sold at auction, or?
1: Yes. So there's there's two types of write offs that your insurance company will do. Right. So I'll do what's called a statutory write off, and that means that van can never be used again, can never be re registered anywhere in the country, um, but it is suitable for spare parts it is suitable to be repaired and stuck in a paddock as an additional room, um, cubby house, whatever you want, but you'll never be able to use it on the road again. And then you have a thing referred to as a repairable write-off. Now, the terminology I'm using is what we use here in Tassie. It does vary around the country. Right. And that that van has been written off because the insurance company said to pay a caravan repairer to fix that van is going to exceed what we think the van's worth. So they write it off and they often go to auction um, and they get whatever they can for the salvage and those vans in most cases, not every case, but in most cases can be repaired, inspected and re-registered in most states. Um, New South Wales is a bit tougher on this than some of the other states, but it can be done in
0: most cases. Okay, so, but you can also check to see if there's been any damage on the vehicle?
1: Yes, and this is important. Um, we're fairly lucky here in Tassie. You don't hear an awful lot about people doing the wrong thing. Hmm. Our industry down here, because it's a small community, people talk, um, is, is I think, probably a little bit better than some of the stuff we see on the mainland. Um, but I've been reading some stories recently of people who have been sold statutory ride-off caravans and not being told, and then they go registered and discover they can't. Um, right. If you want to know, you need to go to the PPSR. Uh, which is the government registry, people normally think, oh, but that's only if there's money owed on the van. No, it also records whether the van's been a repairable write-off. So if you pop on ppsr.gov.au and enter the VIN number for that caravan, you'll be able to find out if that caravan's been a repairable write-off at some stage, and then you can have a much closer look at it. Well done. Um, and Yeah, and see what's going on. We are aware of one van in Tassie that was, repaired as a repairable write off in Queensland, bought straight to Tasmania and sold without the customer being told. The person who did that doesn't live in Tasmania anymore, so fortunately people don't have to worry about that, Uh, but that customer was devastated when they found out because the value of the van was nowhere near what they thought it was.
0: And with the cost lately, I mean, they're, they're not cheap things to buy. No, they're not,
1: no, so do your research if you're buying a second-hand van. I'm really probably talking, yeah, I mean, you should do it regardless of where it is, but I'm really talking about people that are ducking out of the mainland to grab that bargain. Just make sure it really is a bargain and there isn't something hidden behind it. Um, and equally, any vehicle you buy should do the search to make sure there's no money owed on it.
0: And if you do go, uh, you fly over to pick up a van or a motorhome or do something like that, whatever you do, <laughs> maybe you're going to have trouble getting back on the Spirit.
1: Uh, uh, yes, you <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. need to go to um, to to one of the freight companies to get a van into Tassie if you buy one on the mainland. That's probably the best way to do
0: it. And I think a lot of people don't realise you can freight, they do freight, and then you can fly over. So there's all of that. Lee, uh, very thorough. Well done, mate. Uh, good one, Lee Johnson from Camper Plus. What's your phone number?
1: It is 63918007.
0: And where are you again? At
1: Richard Street, just before Launceston Airport.
0: Good on you, mate. Good to talk to you, Lee. Thanks so much, mate. No problems, Mark. Talk next week. Yeah, we'll indeed talk soon. Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine.